0: This is the Average Guy Network, and you have found Home Gadget Geek, show number 446, recorded on May 21st, 2020. Here at Home Gadget... Uh, let me try it again. <laughs> One of those days. I don't really care. Here on Home Gadget Geeks, we cover all the favorite tech gadgets that find their way into your home. News reviews, product updates, and conversation, all for The Average Tech Guy. I'm your host, Jim Carlson, broadcasting live from the TV studios. And Mike, for as long as we wanted spring, it will not end here in Nebraska. Like we cannot, we can't, summer kind of tries to, you know, tries to get started. And we see sun and then it's clouds and cool again. Great for the grass. We were talking about that in the pre-show sure your grass is doing well mine is awesome thanks dave mccabe how's yeah. your grass doing
1: mine is a jungle uh because we went down to the farm last weekend so i didn't get a mow in and we are paying the price now it's you know where you start to get the seeds on top of the grass it's, it's getting that long oh yeah um so yeah. it's it's probably yeah, yeah it's, that's it's, not which bad the hard part about it is like we talked about two passes is what i should do yeah. what i'll have time
0: to do though is i'll probably be cutting off more than i should on yeah. one pass i had to put my bag on to because i'm trying to mulch And it just got so thick and I could hear that blade just crushing, just churning in there, right? Just too much grass. And, uh, and so I was like, all right, so I put a bag on it we finished it. But if you haven't gone back, by the way, been a very popular show. If you haven't gone back and watched the episode with Dave McCabe and we did on lawn care, pretty great. And then coming up here at the end of June, we'll have the part two on that series. When we talk about summer stuff, you need to do to get ready for your lawn for the summer. So we'll have him back as well. Of course, we post the show with world-class show notes in a few here. Mostly the transcripts will be available out at TheAverageGuy.tv. Don't forget, you can uh, download the mobile app. I'll have it for a while. I've been considering not doing that. It just hasn't seen a ton of use. Most of you have found other ways to get it done. But HomeGadgetGeeks.com, that app is streaming, and you can just go from anywhere. Best way to listen, it, since it goes through Spreaker, you get the live show. So it's a great way to do it as well, uh, that way as well. home gadgetgeeks.com. If you want to do it, we want to thank our Patreon subscribers. By the way, Patreon subscribers, if you, uh, we still are, and Ron just made me a bunch more, oops, it's upside down. It's still upside down. <laughs> there we go. Ron just made me a bunch Got mine of, too right here. it's making, yeah, there you go, a bunch of new coins. And there's a couple of you that jumped in on the $5 plan. And I, because of COVID, I just couldn't get it out to you. I'm, uh, I just ordered the envelopes and I'm getting ready to ship uh, this week, end of the month. If you get in before the end of May, with that $5 pledge, I'll send you out a coin. So if you want to do that, Ron, I appreciate you getting those for me. I got a few on hand that we'll send out and you're shipping me some more, but theaverageguy.tv slash Patreon, if you want to jump on the bandwagon and join us here, financial support of the things that we do. Then don't forget, you can follow us on Eventbrite now, theaverageguy.eventbrite.com. And I post uh, almost every week. I post what the, oh, a couple weeks worth of shows that are coming up, just so you know what's kind of going on. You know, tonight we're going to talk about a gaming build. But if you want to join us out there, theaverageguy.eventbrite.com. And then while you're out on the site, join the newsletter, theaverageguy.tv slash subscribe. I won't spam you, mostly weekly. Just kind of an update on links and what's kind of going on in the community. And so if you want to do that, we appreciate it. Big thanks to Rich Hay last week who jumped in a lot of Microsoft talk. And it's always good to catch up with Rich. So Rich, thanks for coming in. Appreciate your, uh, your willingness to do that. Rich, I don't know if he listens, but if he does, thanks, Rich. Appreciate it. Mike, uh, June 18th, which is, I don't know, three weeks away, maybe four, something like that. June 18th. Uh, we're going to do our first ever. Is that, you're looking at me funny. Is that a Thursday? No, sorry. I don't okay. mean to be looking at you funny. <laughs> I was like, did I say something wrong? Okay, good. Nope. June. Cause it's that kind of day. I'm no, I was laughing
1: that. at chat. They were, they were giving you What did, what did they say? Oh, oh they said, uh, the you are talking about. No, no, you're talking about shipping these, in.
0: and Tijoski hmm. says, uh, with postage due, LOL. <laughs> I learned my lesson on that one. I make sure I'll get to the post office. The plan is just, I'm going to take a box and just, how much? Right. And then just let them let figure it out. So, that yeah, funny. that was funny. That was my mistake. June 18th. Uh, so, June 18th, 2020, all listener feedback show. So, we've never done this before. I don't know nice. if it's going to work. Mike and I, all listener feedback. What does that mean is you need to send us some feedback. We don't, I don't read a ton and I get quite a bit of feedback, but I thought it'd just be fun. It's summer. Send us your funny stories. Send us your tech stories. Send us some feedback. Those kinds of things. We'll read them on the show and, uh, and comment on them. So that, yeah. the whole show uh, that way, June 18th, send it to me, Jim at the average guy. TV. That'd be uh, great. Who, Even I mean, anything like, uh, your setup of how you listen to us or watch us, you know, yeah, you anything. Add,
1: um, anything,
0: anything. And if you want to send an audio comment, you can do that as well. You can just put it on your, you know, record it and send it to me. Whatever you want to do, all listener feedback. You know, one of my favorite podcasts
1: that I listen to actually, they are entirely uh, a user feedback show. It's Mac Geek Gab. And they, I mean, they're, so it started when I was, you know, obsessed with Apple, but I continue to listen because everything is they do quick tips and it's people send in quick tips. And then they ask questions and they'll provide their answer, like their expert answer to the questions. But I have, I kind of like that style. So I'm excited for this because that I really enjoy kind of because it brings up such diverse topics and people always have really cool ideas that you and I maybe don't think about or talk about. So that'll be a fun show. So make sure you guys send that in so we can uh, share the love of all... Well, yeah. so if you guys share with us,
0: if you're a subscriber uh, to the newsletter, you'll get that reminder this week and next, and then you can just reply to that and send it back to me. That'd be a great way to do it. If you haven't subscribed, you can get that done. The average guy. slash subscribe, but yeah, Mike, I'm kind of looking forward to it. So yeah, be good. it'll be fun. Uh, okay. So we're going to talk about Tim's build. We're going to hold it. It's right behind me here, over the shoulder. I don't have all the gear yet, and he I don't know if he's ordered all of it, but we got parts of it so we can scrutinize it. We'll be looking for your comments in the chat. So if you want to do that as well, we'll talk about it. Mike and I have kind of taken a look at it. But this week, uh, just kind of an update on my NVIDIA Shield uh, usage of the Plex. I, last week, I thought you had me talked into like moving Plex server over to my core I three. Cause I've got, that's where I got the video cards in it and all week. So I've been, wor- I, I worked on it kind of all week, little bits at a time, all weekend for sure. And was going to shift some stuff around. And then I figured out how, how do I got to move stuff off that? Cause you got it. Like it's gotta be seamless for Sarah. It can't be like, Oh, it's going to be down for three days or oops. I lost everything. I've done that before. Yeah. That or even well. not even losing the video files. The one
1: time I've caused a lot of annoyance to my, um, to my family has been when, everything's still there for them to watch, but it lost all the data as in what they've watched, what they haven't watched. Right. So like if they've been in the middle of a series of a TV show, it all of a sudden just reset to you. Haven't watched anything, even that little stuff. And that's all that Plex metadata that you need to make sure you keep that, uh, that stuff's hard to, to, if you lose it, you've lost it. And there's no getting back.
0: And I just, every time I would go to think about how am I going to move all this stuff? I just, I'd panic. I, mean, I don't know. I don't know if I really want to do this. Right. And I moved some drives around. I tested some things. I tried, you know, I tried some stuff on the shield to expose it to the network so I could pull those files across. I, 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 uh, I, so in the end I was like, I'm not moving it. And it was super funny because I felt really good as soon as I made that decision. And I've been thinking about this for a couple of weeks and I was like, not moving it. And like this, wave of calmness just came over me I was like okay that was the right decision uh, but that Nvidia shield storage has always been in a dock and um you know in a hard drive bay dock that's okay. connected via USB 3 super janky like if you know if the wind blows the wrong direction in the house or the heater comes on that thing falls over and then the disk falls out you know what I'm talking about mm-hmm. right? those, those, those docks. definitely so it's like okay I gotta do something different well I'd had that Seagate uh eight terabyte drive go bad a couple of weeks ago. The one I shipped back to Western digital and got that $5 credit for and which is super slick, by the way, if you haven't done that yet, if you have drives, you need to get rid of, just put them in boxes, tell see, tell Western digital, go to their, their recycle page. They'll give you a shipping label and it leaves your house. It's pretty great, right? You have to drop it off at UPS or call for them, but it's pretty great. So um I had an empty, I had an empty Seagate enclosure. So took the, uh took the, the, the SSD drive, which is what I've been using for the storage for the Plex took that out and went to put it in the, the Western digital. Well, okay. It's too small. Oh, okay. No biggie. I've got one of those adapters. No, I need a full size adapter to make it work. So I went cause, cause that adapter is too short and it's expecting a full size drive, right? Got it's it. expecting the full length and the adapter is only the length of the SSD. So, you're like, okay, this isn't going to work. And I could kind of rig it in there. But I kind of thought, mm, I bet IC Doc has a solution for this, right? So, one of my favorite things that IC Dock makes, um, let me hold on. Let me find the, I'll share this. Let me get this screen. Just one of my very favorite IC Dock products of all time is this little two and a half to three and a half inch Uh, You know, it's a just basically converts a two and a half inch drive to three and a half. Right. Super simple, super f- efficient, works every time. S- you know, the, the lid slides back and pops up. You put the, the the drive, the two and a half inch drive in there, close it, it pinches it in, seats it really well. Now you have a drive. Um, I didn't realize this, uh, but they're doing refurbs right now for eight bucks, which is a pretty nice. great eight fifty. Let's just it's yeah, a pretty, good price. Yeah, pretty great price for Converting those two and a half inch drives to three and a half. So in in my case, it made it super convenient. There's a million different ways to get this done. But, but um, that looks
1: a lot more robust than let's say like, this is what I've used, right? Let me uh, me
0: focus back to you here.
1: So this same thing, right? Three and a half inch drive. And then this can actually hold two SSDs so they can be stacked uh, here and here. Um, But it's not, I mean, I think this costs more than $8 and this is, I mean, this thing's pretty flimsy. It doesn't enclose it like that one does. But same sort yeah, of style.
0: Yeah. And it's got, you know, um, uh, this this drive here, you know, it's got a, it's, it's hard plastic. I don't know. It just is a great adapter. And it has been one of those, um, you know, for me, it's been one that they've had forever. I've been using these for maybe 10 years and they were always like 20 bucks. And I just went online. I needed it. I was, cause I was gonna, so what I was gonna do was take that one terabyte drive and throw it in. I have that icy dock kind of quick. Sink enclosure. You you can turn the power off on it, open the doors, put it in, seat it, then turn the power back on. It's it's kind of mm-hmm. like a, it's a poor man's hot swap. Yeah. And um, uh, so I was gonna take the one terabyte drive out, put it in the media center box that I have to get those files off of it. That's originally why I bought it. Well, so I just thought, okay, I'm gonna, uh, I'm just gonna use that. I'm gonna put it in that that Seagate enclosure. I'm going to plug it in and now it's kind of protected. It doesn't look so janky in there and it protects that drive. And then I just thought, you know, this thing is working. And how often do you really get your media center and your wife, the wife acceptance factor that it just freaking works. So it's like, I'm putting yeah. it in. It's got plenty of storage. Part of the problem was, is we only use about 200 gig of, of recorded files at any given time. I got a terabyte of SSD in there. I kind of felt like it was a waste, <laughs> you know? Okay. I don't care. They're cheap. After we talk about the parts that- I was going to say that, yeah. yeah. They're super cheap. Especially right
1: the, the SATA style now. Now that NVMe is becoming so popular, it's forced even the price on the SATA drives, the two and a half inch SATA drives down, I've yeah. noticed. So yeah, I mean, a terabyte there. And you know, you never know. The great part is now you don't have to worry about it, right? Yeah. That thing starts to fill up and, and mm. you know you're good
0: for a while. Andrew's asking, how do you spell jankety? I think that's pretty close, Andrew. That's another, we were talking about those family words, right? That you just, you have in your family. And that's, that's one of the ones uh, that I use. Mm -hmm. So, uh, okay. I ordered that drive. I ordered that enclosure. And, you know, we've been talking about how things are, because COVID related, like they're only shipping priority kind of stuff. And things are taking maybe two weeks instead of the couple days before, because there was priority. I guess those days are over because this came the next day. <laughs> like,
1: that fast, huh? Yeah.
0: Ordered it Saturday. Amazon? Yep. Ordered it oh. Saturday. Either ordered it Saturday. It was here Sunday. Or ordered it Sunday. It was here Monday. Wow. Like, boom. Just box in my um, in my mailbox outside. And uh, which I, have you know, I bought one of those plastic. Paul Braron was talking about those pack- package boxes. Mm-hmm. So I ordered one of those and I put it up on a. So I have it up on its kind of its own wood stand, so it's not so low. Because my FedEx guy was complaining, he's like, "It hurts my back." I was like, "What's well, your job?" But anyways, I didn't, I didn't say that. And then we put hinges on the back of that thing and a handle up front, so now you just lift it up. You can one hand because before you'd have to take the lid off. You don't have a lid; you have to take. He'd have to take the lid off and then find a place to set it down and then right put the box down. I just hinged it. Works great. So it's been a couple upgrades there. So
1: I'm curious, you know, since you were going to an SSD, was, did you ever think about just not doing an enclosure at all and just getting the short little USB 3 to, because you don't need power, right? You don't need the full dock. Correct. SSD. correct. So like most of the time when I'm running off an SSD, I, I have a short little cable USB to that because those things you can bang on, like they're not going to break or right? they're not fragile. So I'm really not too worried about it. Um, did the, did you ever think about that or just you already had the dock and kind of went
0: that way? No, I didn't. Just to be honest with you. No, I had the dock. So I went that way to begin with. And then when it worked, I was like, well, and the dock could have just worked. Like, I could have just left it in the dock. But I was kind of like, that. kind of looks like crap, even though it's hidden. It bothered me. So now it's in this slick case and it just works, you know, kind of just works. It works pretty great. I'm happy. Like, I feel like it's locked down now. Like, I'm not going to mess with it. I'm just going to let it be. That's going to be our solution until it breaks. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and and I'm perfectly content with it. Um, yeah, Tony says, uh, oh, I clicked on the wrong thing. So you don't get, this is, you have one of these box, you know, I have this box for boxes on my, on my porch just for that. Here's the one hang up. Somehow, so it rained really hard the other day and that thing filled up with water and I still cannot figure out where the water came in at. Like, should be covered. I don't think water goes up things. It has a, you know, it has a lip that goes yeah. in. I, to this day, I cannot figure out how that thing, it had a good half inch. It wasn't coming on the into the bottom or anything? No, because it's up on, a, I built a platform. I, I have so two weird. by eight, two by sixes or two by eights. One of those two, I think they're two by eights. Yeah. And it sits on top. I built a two by eight box that it just sits on top of. So that again, it's kind of raised up a little bit for, for my FedEx guy.
1: Um, I guess you could drill a hole and put some really tiny mesh to keep bugs
0: in. Stuff out that um, no I just drill holes. I'm not worried about the bugs. Yeah. It's got a vent in it, anyways. That that just in case you know, because that thing will get hot in the sun, and it needs right. a way to kind of vent the heat. So it's got a non-screen vent. So I just because it's up off the ground and in in the low spots where there was water, and it drained right out. And I thought, okay, good to go. I'm not worried about bugs. Boxes aren't going to sit in there very long. So um, yeah, I
1: saw Tony's tweet about him with his package yeah. with the uh, Ubiquiti AP on his front stoop, and stupid. it's soaked. In water, and uh, I've had that happen a few times too. I've actually thought about going gyms around about putting
0: something out there that they could put it in. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Tony, Tony says condensation. That's what my wife said. This that no. Well, I don't know. seemed there like a lot of, lot of condensation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe in Panama or <laughs> Central America. I just couldn't. It was weird, and it's okay. Like you know, it's one of those things. I, I now have holes strategically, so it drains out. It was very satisfying when I drilled those holes, and then it, all the water kind of. Went right to it and it drained out. Uh, no regrets. Now that I got the um, hinges on there and I got a handle, I watched him through the package cam the other day. Came up and delivered a package, and he looked at it at first, and then grabbed the handle, and then he could see. Uh, <laughs> oh, and sh- slid the box down. When he brings HelloFresh, that's the that's the hard part, right? When HelloFresh is a big box and it just fits yes. inside that box, and so he I see him. Uh, he's done everything but flip me off in the camera. <laughs> he's got a drip out of box. He didn't like to put it on my doorstep, much less put it in a box, four boxes. So he's he's not real happy. We ordered extra food this week, and so they pa- they packed it in their biggest box possible, and um, it was it's tight, but it fits. So that's all that that's all that really matters. I, I can't go back. I love having that package box pop out the door. Just take a peek. Something in there. We get the notification off the Ring doorbell because the Ring doorbell mm-hmm. is literally right in front of it, so that's pretty great. And then got the package cam that looks down at it, so pretty great. Um, so that was my that was one of the things. Did you have any you have any tech projects this week that you that you work on? Anything you tuned up?
1: no no not not really too much um i did i have switched i think we already talked about this but i actually switched out the xbox in the living room for another nvidia shield um you you guys have got me hooked on that so i ordered another one so we now have the pro that's in the the master bedroom and then i actually got the tube form factor one for the living room Uh, i just they play everything with as far as plex goes i don't use as a plex server like you do jim uh but as far as even just a client Loads everything fast, can direct play every single file type, live TV works. Um, the Plex app on Xbox is horrendous. It's awful. It's, it stutters all the time. Uh, it doesn't matter what power server you have, the, the client app on the Xbox is terrible. So switching over to that has been really good. And my wife loves the new remote. A uh, big for, um, approval factor there from her. And the thing that we started using too was our kids like to walk off with of the remotes. You just install the Nvidia shield app, find the remote and that remote makes a high pitched sound. Ooh. So you can find those remotes nice. uh, when they're lost. Nice. So even if you have an old shield, I would say it's worth, I think it was $30, maybe $40 for that remote. Damn. I think it's worth it. Uh, I really enjoy it. And the, the, it actually has physical volume buttons instead of just like that slide thing on the old one that kind of is, hard to use. So I think the, those upgrades
0: have been pretty good. Have been good. Yeah. yeah. 120, I think for that, that the lower end yep, and then exactly 99, I think for the pro version, yeah. they've had trouble with them, keeping them in stock. And, they have I had to slick, wait for a little bit. I have a slick deals alert that tells me, and I've been getting way more alerts by the way, slick deals. Don't, don't set yourself up an alert for DeWalt. <laughs> I get, I get three DeWalt alerts a day on things that are on sale. Uh-huh. So, so dual- Jim,
1: the one thing I was curious, though, since you run Plex Media Server on the Shield, is there hardware? I would assume there's hardware acceleration Yeah. on. And, okay, so you have that checked, and, and that is an option on the Shield. That's works nice. Great. Works okay. great.
0: It Works like yeah. a charm. Yeah, it works like a charm. It Very little buffering. I mean, kind of having her monitor the – I it, I wanted to see if that enclosure would add any latency to it, just because it's got to go through a board. Right. right. That en- That enclosure's got a board in it. And um so we've been kind of monitoring. She's been saying no, although she showed me an area where it slowed down significantly. So um yeah, Tony, Tony says we're an alert for a hard drive. Don't uh, don't be careful what you set your your select deal alerts for for sure. Um so yeah, it's been it's been great. I just again it was kind of I'm glad I went through the exercise. It was a couple days of brain like, okay, I'm gonna move stuff around. Maybe I should move these drives out of that into this. How am I how do i migrate that data what's this going to look like maybe i need to convert the unraid box back into the media center cuz it was a media center for a lot of years maybe that needs to become the media down no, then i have to then i have to put a new power supply in it well, i got one of those but i could you know yeah. like or i could just leave it and it would work <laughs> You know, it, it totally kind of, depends
1: on the size yeah. of your library, too, and what you need. And if, if the shield's powerful enough and how many remote clients you have running. And I think f- for your use case, the shield is perfect. Uh, I think for n- most people, I guess the hard part about talking about Plex is you try and make recommendations and you think everyone has the av- an average user. People using Plex are already above average users, right? Mm-hmm. You don't. The average guy is not running a Plex server. Um, it's it's more the advanced uh, technical people who are running Plex servers, and so sometimes they do. Maybe the norm for them is to have more power. Depends on how many users they have. But uh, I've, if it was just me in this house, I, I would be using probably the Nvidia Shield as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, low we have power an Xbox. consumption.
0: I mean, extremely low power consumption. You already have it running all the time. Why not have it up totally. there? No, it's Android. It's uh, pretty great. We. Um... I have an Xbox. I move my Xbox out there so we have a DVD player or yeah. Blu-ray. And I could use Plex, but Plex is terrible on the Xbox. It's terrible. It and is. So, yeah, it's just terrible.
1: But John doesn't seem to have any issues. He says his Plex app doesn't stutter, but it doesn't have the grid guide. Yeah. And that's true. The UI is clunky. an
0: old one or something.
1: Um, and we don't really use ours for live TV too much, um, but it's just even playing movies for us. For some reason, it doesn't work for mobile. Man, I've been playing a ton of xbox like i think like my gaming patterns go around when i have high stress so like i stress and then i'm like i love to just boys have gone to bed you know hop on with my and it's a good way i feel connected again because i don't play alone i've i'm just i'm not a guy i can't sit and play video game by myself so i don't play unless i have a buddy jumping on with me but man we've been playing a lot of that new call of duty Warzone um to my wife's dismay i think she misses me a little bit (laughs) but uh it's been it's been good now michael she would say Yeah, no, no. She'll say, just you don't want to spend time with me? No. And then there's no, there's no right answer to that, fellas. If she says, You don't want to spend time with me, it's uh Uh, of course I do. I do,
0: and then run. (laughs) No, right on, right on. Um, let's dig into Tim's build. So my son Tim, uh, he is overseas right now. We'll be back here in the United States some point. He's had items shipped a home. He's gonna do a build when he comes home for leave when he gets back, whenever that is. I don't even know. Um Uh, So I thought it was a great idea just to hijack the parts. We're not unboxing tonight. That's not what this is. But um, this is a great opportunity for us to just kind of talk through the parts. So I'm going to walk through his parts. It's not a complete build, but it is the parts associated with it. What I'd love to do is take some of your feedback in the chat room. So as we talk about each of the components, drop your comments in the chat room we'll bring in. this will be chat heavy as we're talking about this. So whatever thoughts you have on it, we'll bring in the first We'll start with the uh, he's got a ninth gen core i7 9700k and uh, I think we can we can show that here that's the actual box for that. Um I don't know why it's doing let's it keeps changing the picture on me and I'm not exactly sure why. Okay, there we go. Uh retail about 370 I think at this point. Pretty um it's it's unlocked I think they all are. Uh, at this, by I me, mean, I could be wrong. I, I actually, Mike, this no, was, it's a K model that would be unlocked. Okay, I, um, this is an area like I haven't. It's been a while since I. I think I said this on the show a while back. I haven't priced computer parts in a while, so you're kind of like, I don't know, video cards. I knew for a while, but uh, this I don't. I think from a gaming perspective, pretty standard. I uh, kind of what I'd expect when you looked at changing parts. Did you you consider what you consider and what you get? Um, I did. I, I was going the AMD route, though, for the price
1: performance for me. Uh, is, and since I was starting fresh, I was able to just start with a new motherboard and everything. So for me, price performance was still there on the AMD side. Uh, I went with the 3600. It's a six core processor. But that one is eight cores. You get two more cores. I think it's at up to 4.9 uh, gigahertz. You're probably looking at. I don't know what it is. Base clock. That's obviously uh, turbos. Turboed. Um. But still, yeah, that's a great chip for gaming. Yeah, And actually, I think it's
0: this one. I think it's just the straight.
1: Nope. Um... And, you know, I don't know. I wonder, Jim, I would be interested to see since the 10th gen just came out for Intel. um, I I wonder what the price has done since he ordered compared to now. So I'd be yeah. curious to see what he paid for this a while back yeah. now that the 10th gens are out. And he just bought it like a week or two ago. These just so maybe he in. he benefited. Maybe. Yeah. I don't know if the price has dropped yet. Yeah. Um, I'm sure some people in chat are more savvy on watching the prices. Uh, but I would I would suspect that they jumped down as soon as those 10th gens came out. Okay.
0: Yeah. And and I think he's going to like it. I mean, it's a pretty industry standard, I think, from what I've seen. Uh, it's, well, that it's, is the K. It's been very Sorry, so that, that is the unlocked version.
1: Yes. I missed that. Okay. Yeah.
0: Yeah it is. Yeah, ninety. I'm sorry, ninety seven hundred k is yeah. what's on there.
1: And does he does he like to get into
0: overclocking? Is he kind of yeah, one I of those guys he, who likes to tweak he, and and he not not a lot, but he will. Okay, he will. So, uh, Andrew says he's saving up for the quad core Celeron. All right. Nice. Um, he's gonna pair it. So from a from a memory perspective, he has gotten a Viper Gaming uh, Patriot sixteen gig. What's the speed uh, on that DDR four? Uh, I looked it up in the show notes. Let's oh, it looks see. like four thousand megahertz. Yeah, DDR four. Yep, four thousand megahertz. Okay, um, pretty cool looking. Uh, but again, and and I again, I don't know what he paid um for these, but uh, two times eight gig on that. So some some cool looking some cool kind of memory. I think think 16 gig for right now is kind of that
1: sweet spot of 32 is always nice. Right. But for, I think even if you're just gaming, um, it depends on if you're going to do any video editing and things like that. But I think for gaming playing one game at a time, I think 16 gig is fine. Uh, that's what I have in this, in this build. And I've never, you know, even running call of duty things that are a little bit heavier on that side. I'm sure there are some games that could use more Ram. Um, I don't know if he streams at the same time. And even when I have strive, you know, on my build right here, I have streamed, game Call of Duty, everything, and I, you know, I, I get up to about twelve gig, thirteen gig, maybe of RAM utilization. So not to say that more couldn't be beneficial, but I think it's a it's a good spot to be at. Plus, I think that's a when we talk about the motherboard, I think it has four DIMs on it. So he gone. The good part is he's done two. He can always fill in the other two DIMs later if he realizes that sixteen isn't enough. So I like that. I think that's smart. I always do the same. I always like. When I look at motherboards, I pretty much always only look at the four DIM boards, and then I buy my current eBram usage, but I try and get it done in two sticks so that I can upgrade that in the future. Yeah,
0: yeah, I you know, I got a Core i7 box that I use for 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 crypto stuff, and I kind of wish it's got sixteen, and I kind of wish it had thirty two, and I run Does some VMs off of it does i i use yeah that's true oh yeah
1: if you're running a lot of vms vms are where you do need a lot of ram because you're dedicating usually that amount of ram and then all of a sudden that's chunked off yeah right so for example in unraid really beneficial to have a lot especially if you're running vms and dockers and things like that where uh, it's gonna be a lot of ram heavy but for a gaming rig depends
0: on what he wants to do totally depends i just think now i guess it depends on price but i think you go as much as you can and i think Windows has gotten so heavy in some cases of taking up 8, 10, 12 gig uh, depending upon the browsers because we've gotten so browser intensive. Right. I can easily run up to 10 gig in in with browser Windows really open. Oh yeah, it's gets crazy okay. how 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 much RAM I use at times. I I keep now a task manager open on on um uh most most of the computers I run and I'm at 12 I'm at eleven point three on this rig right here. Just and what doing are you this. running this? Doing this, and I mean, I've got I've got a bunch of Chrome open, and wow. it and and of course I'm running stable stable bit drive pool, and it's running the camera, and you know, um, it's my editing app. I do all the you know I edit off this thing. Not that they're yeah. open now, but it just it takes a lot more than you think these days. Yeah, I'm I running it. Cause I use rain
1: meter still one of the best suggestions this community has given me. Love it. Um, so, and I'm only using 4.8 right now
0: mm-hmm.
1: gig of my 16. Yeah. Um, I've got Chrome discord and then like some of the game launchers, Spotify, some of that stuff open, but nothing else, uh, which is, which is pretty standard for what I'm, what I do. I,
0: I usually see it run right around five. This PC has been running a while, you know, it haven't, it's, it's, I've had things installed and uninstalled. It's had crypto on it, you know, So uh, I like, so 16 is great. I think it's the minimum, just to be honest. If I was going to build a rig that I was going to do any kind of VM virtual, any, anything on it, I'm going to go 32 from from here on out. I'd agree. It's kind of a choice. Uh, Ron was asking uh, a couple comments to come back to. Um, Yeah. Andrew says Chrome will gobble up RAM for sure. And then um, Ron was asking any any RGB on this. I don't believe there is on the memory, so no. And nothing he bought has a lot of lights on it. Um, Ron also shocked that he didn't go with the AMD Ryzen. Yeah, me kind of me too, but he—that's what he picked. That's why we were talking about it. So, uh, so that's pretty cool. All right. Let's see if there's any other comments in there. Kind of chatting. Um, yeah, Justin says, I'm a heavy Chromer. I do like my Chrome and it's, I I run it. I run a lot of it. Um, he, uh, so for, for memory and, or for, uh, for hard drive, we just talked about this a couple weeks ago. So he has a WD blue, uh, M.2, uh, 2280, two terabytes. I think I might be covering that part up two terabytes down there. Mike, pretty standard. You know, um, a pro, I, I mean, how much does that drive? Did we look lot? it up? I didn't look it up. I'd be I'm curious
1: because um, I bought, so I went with the Samsung 970 Evo yeah. uh, M.2 and I went with 500 gigs. I still think that was about a hundred bucks. So I'm guessing it's, he's repaid around 250, 300, maybe
0: this, uh, the two, two terabyte well,
1: 229, 229. That's not bad.
0: Mm, That's not bad. Mm, yep. Yep. 229 right now. So, okay, so there you go. He's he this may get lost. <laughs> Oops,
1: do you have a board? He doesn't, he that doesn't watch it? this show. Uh, um,
0: have in about two slots. No. no, okay, all my equipment's too old. It, well, point. is that
1: SATA or NVMe? Uh, SATA. Okay, that's that's why the price is lower. Yeah, so that's essentially the same speed as a 2.5 inch SSD. So mm-hmm. M dot two, you can either have M two SATA or M.2 NVMe. M.2 is know. kind of like the interface. You yep. do SATA NVMe, so that makes a little more sense. Why it's a little bit cheaper because yep. um, that'll be about six hundred megabits per second, um, and then the when you get to the NVMe, that's when you jump up to the you know, the yep. thousands. Yep.
0: Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. No, and I think again uh, we'd have to ask him. Maybe when he when after the build, I should have him on the show, or you on should suggest to him. Okay, this isn't open yet.
1: What if you know why well, no no, this is just because if I this, the way I thought chat, about it, chat was, room,
0: what do you think? hold, on, I know where Mike's going with this? Yeah, chat room, switch or not, keep going. So I didn't what I did on
1: mine was I said, okay, for the same price, you know, because you start those start to get pretty pricey. I wanted the speed of Nvme, so a hundred dollars for five hundred gigs, that's more than enough for a boot drive and even probably one or two games of the big games. And then I just threw in a super cheap two terabyte spinner as a storage for all my games. Because games don't need fast storage, um, and it was so that would turn out to be the same price. And the speed on the NVMe is just insane. Yeah. What did I post the other day? Like twenty two hundred. I mean, so you are tripling the speed yeah. of that drive when you jump up.
0: Yeah, I think I would go. Uh, I'd still go a like a five hundred gig NVMe for yeah. the OS, yep. right? That's and what I did, and yeah. let that be its thing, and then you know, uh, then I I'd put a bunch of spinners in there and rate them together yeah you know, to get to get the speed off of them that way or or actually what I, I do to being too honest is, with you, this is cheap this is, cheap. This, is cheap. this is still for storage for you know for that kind of access to it yeah uh, i have the nvme
1: i have a 2.5 inch uh, ssd mm-hmm. it's just i was like i had it extra laying around it's 500 gigs i'm like i'll throw it in there maybe that could be like a, stra- a scratch disk for mm-hmm. editing video or something that's still a little bit faster than
0: a spinner and then i have yeah. my 2 terabyte spinner in there for all my games too Depending on how you're using it, what what gets stored on it, you know? It works great on the my one terabyte SSD. I've I've got that, you know, um had it for a year or two. It was cheap when I bought a hundred bucks. And you know, makes a great makes great storage. So yeah, kind of way to do it. Okay. Motherboard. All right. So he's got an Asus Prime Z three ninety A for the board. I am not gonna open this, although I really want to. Really, it's a pretty board. It is a pretty board. If you can see the, see the back there. Um, I mean, it is, it's just a well done board. I think, so Ryan, I think Ryan's out there. Yeah. Ryan, I think, didn't Bob just review the Z490 on that? And, and it, so I'm no, I'm no motherboard geek. Uh, So I don't know those guys think computers. If you want to, if you really want to get into the parts, you should be watching think computers.
1: I think the Both, 490, is that when they introduced PCI 4.0? Because does that have 4.0 or
0: 3.0? Uh, let's look. There
1: is really no need right now for any consumer to need 4.0 on PCI. I made the mistake. I overpaid probably for this X570 motherboard. Um, I could have gone X470 and been totally fine and paid less because I am never. The Really, the only benefit for me between 470 and 570 on the AMD side was uh, PCI 4.0. Oh, okay. I, I stand corrected, though. Ryan says 4.0 is actually not
0: on Intel yet. No, so Intel doesn't support PC okay. 4.0. Yeah, pretty nice, pretty nice boards. You can look up the specs for it if you're a if you're a board geek. Lots of lots of cool stuff in there, and and um, PCI. boards are getting fun. 30, 30, since, when yeah. is,
1: since when is a motherboard fun? But they are kind of fun, <laughs> and no, I like to say I've been really impressed with the ASUS products. I obviously that's the brand of um, GPU I got. I was looking at some of their motherboards. I ended up going ASRock just because of availability. Um, there was, those sort of things were out of stock everywhere. I was looking, um, but Asus has been making some, some really good products, both good looking and, and from the reviews seem to be reliable. People have been having good luck with them.
0: Ryan, what's the, what's the significance of the prime line? He said that, um, I asked him if Bob had reviewed the, I thought he'd reviewed the 490. He said, not the prime line. I don't think yet. I'd seen a video with 490 or something out there from Bob. On that. So it
1: looks like you need a Z490 for the 10th gen. Intel boards is what Ryan's oh, okay. saying. Okay. If I'm reading his message right. Okay. Which would make sense. Alright. Well, it makes sense.
0: Yeah. yeah. It's a God, you know how bad I want
1: Because Intel it did off. change their socket
0: on the tenth gen chips. There's there's no uh there's no sticker here. He wouldn't know if you opened He it up. would know. I'm recording it.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Ryan, that's right you guys in the chat, that's correct, right? The the tenth gen chips do have a new socket. I'm like ninety nine point nine percent sure. But I could be wrong still. Yeah. Oh, that's good to know. This yeah. is, um, made a so good like, choice. You, like on the motherboard, I'm curious if we looked at price because I was noticing a lot of the price differences too were little things like USB Type C. Um, sometimes, like we've talked about previously, a 2.5 gigabit um, NIC instead of just a standard gigabit. Um, mine is a pretty baseline board for the X, especially for the X570. It does have mine does have USB Type C, but it's still a gigabit NIC. Things like that.
0: Uh let's see let me share my screen. I'm, ass- I'm assuming this is the board. Uh Asus ROG no 90 mm-hmm. E gaming board. Hold on let's let me pull this thing out. Uh man it's got words on here I don't even know what they are anymore. They're so <laughs> I need to I-, I need to spend a little bit of time uh getting back into this. We, r- we run a tech show you don't admit that. No I know I did. I just did. <laughs> I think it's that one up yeah, there we go. I think it's this one. So yeah, uh, two seventy nine. So um, okay, yeah, that's I mean that, that's on the higher end.
1: That's a that's a it's a high end board. Just a sexy board,
0: from what I think of as yeah. for uh for both. Yeah, boards. no, you're right. You're right. That's actually pretty expensive when it comes to boards. Looks like
1: five PCI slots. Looks like a heat sink covered, if that M.2 slot, well, it looks like there's two M.2s maybe. I don't know if that bottom piece of metal, usually that's a heat sink covered Mm
0: -hmm.
1: M.2. And then it looks like there's another M.2 up top. So it looks like there's two M.2s of them. Um, I'm totally guessing here. I've never seen this board.
0: Let's look here. M.2, yeah, up top, right? Yep. So they were. And is there a um, second
1: one? It looks like there's another line pointing to that metal strip on the bottom. We'll go back to that picture. Back. Yeah. Yep, it looks like there are two. So it points to the one up top and then right below that shroud, which is kind of nice. I like that. Um, it's like a built-in heat sink, which that's what mine has as well, and it's, it's kind of nice to have that. Plus yeah. offers a little bit of protection.
0: Is that in between the um, – that's down right here, right? Uh, in between right versus prime? No. Keep going it, down that metal strip
1: on the bottom. Like the, it looks like a, yeah, that right there that it goes under there. So the M.2 is under there. I gotcha. And that kay. metal strip is the heat sink and gotcha. it keeps it low profile enough. Even if you had like a GPU in that um, second X16 slot for
0: PCI that it doesn't interfere. <sighs> okay. Ryan, oh, Ryan says, sorry on the phone. So slow to get the information. Shit, Ryan,
1: you didn't know you were a guest tonight, (laughs) dude. Like you were supposed to be here. I don't know where you're at.
0: We're relying on you. (laughs) He 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 pinged me. He was like, uh, was he? Just I I can't wait to for hear you guys talk about this stuff. So super cool. Uh, Good Um, little board. Go
1: ahead. Yeah, it looks like a great board. And you know that Aurora Sync stuff like that. Like if I don't know if he's an RGB guy. It doesn't look like it based off the like the RAM he got doesn't have RGB. But I don't know too. I think you said he's using um, a case that he already has, right? And so we don't know if he's if he's big in our RGB, but having that sort of those headers on the board, right, come pretty standard nowadays. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, for someone like me, your son seems like he's he's already had some gaming PCs. Um, mm-hmm. I was jumping a lot of years in between motherboards. Yeah. I mean, the two that I pulled out are still right behind me. Going from. Uh, a 2012 board, a low-end 2012 board to now. I mean, just the stuff that's included on those boards is they make, first of all, the layouts a little bit better convenience-wise. Like I said, RGB headers, dual fan headers, things that now people have. Um, pump headers for people who have AIOs or or um, water cooling is all sort of things that are are great. And then did, you, did he mention what kind of cooler he's using? No, not yet.
0: And okay. b- about the time we have the cooler show with Ryan, he should be back. Uh, to talk about that. So I'll have to ask him when he when he gets in. We honestly haven't talked about the build. I haven't spent any time. You didn't ask me. It's just showing up at your
1: house, like, hey, someone shipping uh, me free computer well, parts. No, I got a,
0: I got a, I got a text from him, and he was like, hey, I'm, Is it okay if I ship some computer parts to you? <laughs> like Yeah, of course it's okay. Like, why would I say no? I'm gonna use him for the show. <laughs> yeah. Was well, so actually last didn't piece, think of that right probably away. The most exciting piece of the build too.
1: Yeah. So let's talk about the nowadays. It's pretty much about the heart this, of it. Uh, More important than
0: the CPU yeah. sometimes. It really is. What's the what do you think the retail on this one? We should have done a game show style where are we uh that are one I GeForce think. Twenty seventy super. Sorry.
1: Yep. It's uh, I think yeah. four eighty. Okay. It, I'm gonna go check. I I could be low. I think
0: that would be low if anything. Yeah. So have four four ports in the back. Uh, which one is it? it's eight a gig 60? of ddr R six. Bunch of different ways to connect DirectX 12, all, all, all the pretty much the standard stuff. Well, it seems okay, sold out everywhere. Of all the, of all the things I really want to open and try is this one because I want to run some, I want to run some um, tests with it, especially probably for your crypto stuff. I want to run some folding, like, I, like I'm super jealous of John. Like John jumped in the folding group and then just smashed us all. I know. <laughs> I think he's got a, I think he's got a 2070. So that's the turbo. Yeah. Asus. I yep. like that. He went all Asus on this. I like uh, Asus has been a, has been a brand I've liked to go with as well. I like their software. Um, it looks like, like
1: uh, Oh, I was, I was a little, I was a little high. It's 409, 470. Kind of depends where you get it. Looks like right around there. Because I remember looking through a lot of these when I was trying to set up my GPU, and I, I think that twenty seven super is a awesome card, right? Because mm-hmm. you jump up any higher, getting into the twenty eighties, which are going to add a lot to price, and you know, probably a neg- negligible amount of performance that you'll notice, um, unless you're really geeking out over the numbers and you're really stressing that thing. I think that twenty seventy super is
0: probably perfect. Joe says, "Just let him know that he has a limited time to bur- for a burn-in test." So, yeah, yeah, that's for sure. Uh, Andrew says nobody's folding records in danger from my machine. Yeah, Andrew threw some some <laughs> uh, older hardware at it for sure, but I think we have a baseline. Yeah, we definitely have a baseline, Andrew, uh, and, and that's okay. Thanks for trying. We appreciate that. Uh, Joe said I had to put my folding on hold. It's just too hot here throughout the day uh and i did i did too i got my power bill and i was like i better back this down a little
1: bit that was was me too Uh, uh, i'm actually paused for a while two reasons one power bill two um it was like i couldn't utilize that card in unraid for it was having issues it would work sometimes using it for plex hardware transcoding and folding uh it was just it was giving me some weird stuff so i just i paused the folding for now yeah yeah no
0: uh couple we, we just just to update that uh John what we we're talking about he's at uh, 72 million Jeez, he is just <laughs> <kept> ranking <laughs> he, he just carried it he just carried it Mark at uh, 43 Chris Kenny 26 you at 22 i'm not far behind you at 17 uh bust out at 12 Tjoski there at 11 uh then it makes its it makes its way down so Um, no, listen, no, uh, no shame in any of this. In fact, I think maybe on one of their blog posts, they said that, that some of the data had helped some of the researchers and some of the work that they were doing. So, you know, will it find the cure or the vaccine? I don't know, but I appreciate you guys jumping. It was sure fun while we did it. And it was at a cool time of the year when, you know, running the heaters made kind of sense and now Mm -hmm. I'm cooling the basement. So you're kind of like, uh, you know. Uh, like, well, okay, maybe I should rethink this. Especially since my power bill doubled. I was like, yeah, um, when well, power gets more expensive, it does. Here, it does. Right it does. Great. does for sure. Mike, anything else when you think of from a gaming build from what you built? Like mm-hmm. anything you saw there, you wish you'd done different, or anything you didn't see that you'd add to the list?
1: You know, I, it really comes down to budget for the build. Because I I think the 1660 Super that I have is a great card if you're sticking to 1080p gaming. Um, but at the same time, I'm like, you know, if I was building that machine, I was going to go... I, I The problem with how I build PCs, Jim, is I don't do it as smart as your son and just do it all at once. I'm like, oh, I probably won't need that. No, I end up upgrading it later and later and later. And I keep just doing it one, one at a time. Um, I should have probably gone with something like a 2070 Super. I think that would probably, I'd see them benefit more. I've actually, I don't have enough PC gaming friends that you can still do Xbox chat on a PC with an Xbox, uh, but it's kind of a pain to do. So I've actually been, you know, so I was, I was playing Call of Duty on my PC, well, it's connected into voice chat through the Xbox app to my buddies because they all play console. I have no PC gaming friends at all. And uh, the benefit for me of a 1660 Super wasn't good enough for me to stick with the inconvenience of the chat so i actually went back to my xbox so now i'm not even utilizing for the most part i i jump on sometimes still on pc but for the most part i'm not even utilizing um now my game pc because it wasn't that big of a difference it still looks a lot better but the inconvenience was more for me so uh no i i think he's really smart with where he went with the with that build i still think amd would have been something to consider i don't know if maybe he's just a big uh big team blue guy or if maybe he hasn't you know he he's in the military i don't he's probably not having a lot of time to be you know checking in and keeping up with all the hey what is price performance ratios and all the youtube reviewers who are out there um so i but nothing rocking knocking into i think someone mentioned it earlier i think they do still hold the king for fps mm-hmm. right so that caught that chip is probably going to perform better um And and probably he he that was probably what he was going for is high FPS. Yeah. Yeah.
0: I'm I'm very
1: interested to see I made the mistake. I don't like my case. And I, I like the look of my case a lot. But as I and for a basic build, it was totally fine. But when I upgraded my parts and when I added an AIO in, it is not a very convenient case to build in. When you're doing something like an AIO with a rad up top or even in front. Um, and really hard to access, not great cable management in there. Um, the pinch between the back panel, like there's not much clearance back there between the back of the motherboard tray and the back panel. Um, so I, am actually really curious. Maybe we do an update a little bit, what Casey chooses, his cooler. And I'm a big peripheral nerd. I love knowing what people are using for monitors because especially to know what monitor he's pairing up with that 2070 super, right? Cause you can have an awesome GPU, but if you're still rocking a, you know, uh, even 120 hertz, 1080p, you're not gonna see any of the benefit of having that awesome graphics mm-hmm. card, right? Like my monitor is very much matched up with my, I have a 1080p, 144 hertz monitor for a 1660 super because that's about the max i'm going to get um 4k gaming wouldn't be that great on a 1660 super so my i that they're kind of matched so i'll be very curious
0: to see uh, what he pairs it up with we'll try and get him on when he's home i don't know if he'd be home for a thursday or if he'd even be interested he's a pretty quiet kid unlike his yeah. dad so he's he's a, he is a man of few words so we'll have to see you know we ask him why he's like mm, i don't know i did <laughs> like those are some of the answers you can get out of them. What case do you have, Mike? Um, I went with Android Design it. Focus G case okay. fractal. again. Not fractal, fractal.
1: yeah, okay. not a bad case. It's just when you start to add in everything, um, the convenience sides, and you kind of get it for the price you paid. I, I think it's only a fifty-five dollar case, which nowadays isn't is on the low end um, of of case prices. So you kind of get what you pay
0: for, and I, I got what I paid for on yeah. on the case. Ron asks us, is he's going to go water cooled. I don't know. I don't know. We have to ask him when he gets home. He, so he's got some parts that he's bought in the past. He's going to reuse. And I think he's going to reuse his case. He bought a pretty expensive case. The last time he did this, I think if I can remember, it's really nice. And so I think he's just going to reuse his case, which gets me thinking like, Hey, what are you doing with those parts you're taking out? So I might have to, uh yeah. mm, they, they, they may get acquired as part of a tie. or something him, uh, him staying home. So, um, yeah. So we'll, we'll, is he, uh, I, again, I don't know when he's coming home, but uh, hopefully when he gets back, uh, maybe we can get him on the show and uh, and get it talked yeah, about.
1: I've been super impressed with the Alpha Cool well, AIO cooler. That thing keeps my uh, 3600 super cool, even under extreme. You know, I did a, is a prime 95 test on it and really stress that CPU out. And it only got up to 85 degrees. Um, and usually you're starting to see those jump up nineties, you know, and, and this thing had no trouble keeping it cool. And, uh, it's, it's only, uh I forget my millimeters when I'm talking fans. I don't talk about them of 260, I think 240 maybe, or 260 uh, millimeters. Uh, it's got two fans instead of like a three. So it's not even a, a huge rad, and it just it keeps that thing so cool. Mm, like, nice. like, the look of it's really nice. Yeah. Um, it's got two on this one. It's got the ability to add in something to the line. So most AIOs, the hose goes from the component attached to the to the chip up to the radiator and they're just connected. This one actually has a place you can disconnect it and add something in line. So if you had a water block for your GPU or something like that, you could add it in. Two forty. Thank you, Ryan. Okay, appreciate it. Yeah, super cool. All
0: right, Mike. Let's finish it out with maybe a little self-deprecating humor. Okay, you ready for this? I'm ready. So, so uh, we've been. I've been offering to do more grilling during the day because I'm home, right? I mean, I'm. So it's like, hey, let's let's do pork butt or let's do a whole chicken or whatever. We had Mark on a couple weeks ago and talked about this. So, and it's been really good. Like I have just been crushing it on the on the smoking. So uh, let's see, Tuesday was it Tuesday? What were we doing? Yeah, I think it was Tuesday. Uh, so Tuesday we decided I'd do a whole chicken. So I put the chicken in. I build a little drip pan out of out of. Um, Tin foil, just for I, so it's disposable. Then when I'm done, it cools down. You just fold it up and toss the thing. Right mm-hmm. And so it didn't do anything different. Uh, put the chicken on, you know, thawed it overnight. Put the chicken on, set it at, you know, two twenty or whatever, and um, let it go. And so it started doing its thing. You know, dry based or dry, mm, dry rubbed it. Got it all set. Came out a couple times in the first couple hours. Oh, it was looking good, just brown and crisp and So about noon, I kind of stopped checking it. I got kind of busy doing some things and it was really kind of due to be done around two. So like, that's not such a big deal. It's, it was maybe at 140 at that point at noon and it was going real slow and slow was fine. I had all afternoon. We were going to put it in, um, actually, no, this wasn't Tuesday. It was Sunday. So so. So, uh, uh, we were going to put it in some white chicken chili, that was kind of the goal. So strip it out and I wanted it really, really done. I was going to use Mark's trick to wrap it, tin foil, wrap it in, you know, after it's done, wrap it so it cooks longer or put it in a, 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 you know, cooler. So I come upstairs from doing something and Sarah goes, Hey, how's that chicken doing? <laughs> I was like, Oh, uh, I think, okay. So I pop out <laughs> and I open up the grill. And here's what I see. (laughs) Oh no. These are not actual pictures. I just, Oh yeah. It took me a second, but... but it looked just like this. Okay. Just so the one all the way up to the, the one over here. Yeah. Exactly. Like that. Just burnt all the way around and the, the drip pan just black. Right. And I was like, like, what the hell? Like how, um, I, what, so I looked over, I thought maybe the smoke tube had caught fire and yeah. had, you know, just started flaming out of that thing. No, it didn't look like it. And then I started doing some forensics. So I took some pictures and no, I didn't, but started doing some forensics. I'm pretty sure the drip pan he either heated up because it was under heat, which I think is a mistake. Um, I should have been doing this indirect from the other side, not the right. heat under the pan. I did that before. I didn't have any problem or an ember came out of the smoking tube and landed in the drippings and caught the drippings on fire. That's the only thing I can think. And the drippings just torched like they were, they were cause. It, oh my God. So you're my, talking about your drip tray though. Yeah. I'm, I'm, so you got your,
1: your turkey or your, your, sorry, your yeah, chick. And, on the and, top rack. Right. and then,
0: and then Underneath it, I put a drip pan that I make out of tinfoil.
1: Uh, so, above those little tent metal tents mm-hmm. that cover the. Mm-hmm. Got it.
0: Okay. Yeah. I'm I,
1: thinking of like the drip tray
0: underneath the no, grill. No, no, it no. It just stuff. sits on top of the main grill. And then I have a rack above that that the chicken goes on. So, it's separated. It can just drip right through there into the drip pan. Okay. The smoking tube and the drip pan are at the same level. Okay. So the only thing I can think of is that thing heated up to the point where it caught fire, which I can't imagine something. It caught fire. (laughs) And uh, the only thing I'm really sad about is I wasn't there to see it. Like, cause it would have been spectacular. (laughs) Like I am sure for about five minutes, (laughs) your neighbor was about (laughs) to call the fire department. (laughs) I'm pretty sure there was smoke billowing out of my grill. Right. Just it's, good i'm sure though i'm sure they're like wow that guy really knows how to smoke meat well (laughs) he's rolling smoke for sure holy cow all right so i brought the i was so i first thing i did you know turn the turn the heat off grab the thermometer stick it in it's like at 180 you know and you're like all right well time to call pizza (laughs) hut (laughs) no so i i we pulled it in and i Surgically started removing the skin and the meat underneath it. While a little dry, was still okay. And, okay, and so we got. Sarah said she probably lost about thirty percent of the meat. To but it had a great the, bark on it. It <laughs> well crispy. Yeah, <laughs> and you like it's like KFC crispy chicken, you know. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe better because KFC is really bad, but um. Just, just, so I'd been, I had been priding myself on how good my grilling had gotten. And then yep. I just, just crushed it with a, with a burnt, really it burnt burn. And, and that, did. you know,
1: that's something that wasn't even your fault. All right. You know, it's, well, well you know, what makes me more mad is like, I, I, I have the wrong temperature in my head of what something needs to be. And then all of a sudden I get to that temperature I'm like, sweet, this is gonna be great. And I'm like, you idiot. It's not 203 for this. It's supposed to be 165. And I totally, yeah. over, you know, those are things that I kick myself over. Yeah. But okay, so question for you because you do a lot of these long cooks with propane. No, that's not propane. That's propane. No, it is propane. It's propane. Okay. How fast are you going through a propane tank?
0: Well, it's slow cooking, so it's those. You know, I could probably get three of those really long cooks out of a propane tank, three or four probably out of it. Okay. What about just on your regular grilling schedule? Oh, every couple months. If I wasn't if I wasn't smoking, I I probably get I, I probably get a couple months.
1: I couple, think three, I, so five months. we just got that new grill a few weeks ago mm-hmm. and I had to replace the propane tank yesterday. Hmm. And
0: I mean, although how many we, times a week are you grilling? four, yeah, that's a lot. I mean, so, so that is a lot. I'm, I may be one two, a week to two, be two, honest. Okay. Yeah. So maybe that was a difference. I may, I may I mean, be one, we, one we a week we on the weekends. Pretty too. much every night. Yeah. Uh, yeah. That, well, that, that would make sense that you okay. would, you would go there 20 bucks you know. Yeah, it wasn't bad. And where, where do you I, replace your tanks? Where do you go? Right across the street the gas station. Oh. Okay. Ivy gas.
1: How much are they? 20 20, 20 21 bucks 21 bucks. Yeah. yeah. And I end up grabbing a spare so that I have I can always if I run out, I can just yeah. swap it. Yeah. Uh, I
0: have three. <laughs> do you really? <laughs> I do. That's I do. great. Yeah, I have um, three just in case. So, but it's good to have. I just,
1: them. I just thought, you know, 2 weeks that is that was really fast for me, what I thought. But then I thought, you know what, what, what have we been cooking? We had a lot of steak, and those I am cranking those all three burners all to get that hot, 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 right? I'm not turning it down at all. I mean, that thing's running at 600, 500, 600 degrees to get those steaks nice and seared. So maybe that's right, I guess.
0: Yeah, in fact, I've been thinking about on my grill making a sear side and making a deflected side. So taking the deflectors out of the the equation on one side of the grill. So I can crank that burner up and get just super, you know, temperature of the sun hot if I want to sear. And then if I want to slow cook or a little bit more, de, you know, a little bit more um, diffused, then I can come back over to the, the more diffused side of the grill and do yep. it that way. It also... I think on that chicken, I didn't need to be running both sides. I think the last time I did it, I just ran one side, and and that was the opposite side of the bird in the drip yep. pan. Oh, maybe that's it, because you wouldn't even have a flame underneath there. I'm pretty sure that was it. Sure yeah. that was it. So, something happened to it. Pretty, um, <laughs> pretty, uh, pretty hilarious to come out and just see Crispy burnt, like just destroyed. I was like, oh... Can you Aunt, use this? And Sarah's Anna like, I oh. had one of those moments
1: too. She uh, was trying to cook, so she does salmon on the grill, and she has just knocked it out of the park. She knows perfectly when to put it on, temperature, everything. Um, she tried cod, and her and I are both just we have we don't cook fish ever except for salmon. And she asked me, he's like, do you want to cook this? I'm like, I have no idea. Good luck. And so she went out there and tried cod cooks way differently. Cause it like, it breaks, it sticks, it breaks apart. Yeah. Like that. It's a very, the consistency of that fish was just way different yeah. than the same salmon. salmon goes on almost, you know, it's like a steak, right? You just set it on, turn it over. doesn't stick. Um, that cod, it,
0: it cooks way too. We have, we have to Google it or something. Cause that was not the same. Salmon was really good. Hello, fresh salmon. Still mm. really good. Sarah or Sammy cooked it. And, she cooked it till it just started kind of flaking off and pulled it and man, so good. That's awesome. Go. Well, a couple reminders reminders uh, before we go on. Don't forget about the all feedback show June 18th. Send me your email, Jim at the average guy. Join the subscription email list and I'll send you a reminder to send it in to me. Uh, love to see you out there um, as well. Thanks to all our Patreon subscribers. Really appreciate that. Again, if you want to grab a coin, uh, you just subscribe at the $5 level. I'll mail these to you. I got all the... And I won't charge you any postage. And, uh, well, it's the post office's fault. They're the ones who charge you postage. So um, I, I get those mailed out for the, the two of you. And you know who you are. You subscribed during the pandemic. And I was like, hey, let's not do anything until this thing is over. I'm going to get those out to you here. Uh, I think this week I had some... I ordered some really cool teal um, or... Is this green? Whatever this green is, as close as I could get to the green um, uh, envelopes. So there, there, those are coming as well. So you'll see those uh, in the mail. Um, uh, join the Discord group, theaverageguy.tv/discord, if you want to join us on Facebook, theaverageguy.tv/facebook. Although that group is all but dead at this point, uh, but it's still out there. Don't forget theaverageguy.tv platform, both web and media hosting, powered by Maple Grove Partners. Get secure, reliable, high-speed hosting from people that you know and you trust. And uh, so we appreciate Christian and his work at keeping the TheAverageGuy.tv up and running. Uh, if you want to do HelloFresh, we, this has actually been for us during these 12 weeks, or I think this was the end of week 10. HelloFresh has been a godsend to <laughs> some, have some decent meals. Uh, and I'm cooking a lot of stuff at this point. It's been pretty great. Send me an email, Jim at TheAverageGuy.tv, and I have a coupon code I can send to you. Get Basically get a free week. If that's what you want to do. We're live every Thursday, 8 p.m. Central, 9 Eastern, out here at theaverageguy.tv live. I do, Mike, I am taking a day, a week off here coming up. Um, I mentioned Dave McCabe is coming back to the program. If you're listening live, I'd save these till the end because I know it's only our really dedicated live listeners. Next week, Chris Nessie is back. Uh, we missed him when we had Nathaniel and Brian on. So Nessie's back. I'll take the week after that off. So the week of June 4th, there's a big summit week for us here. And so I'll be taking that week off. Uh, the uh, show 48, that week of the 11th, I don't have a guest yet. We're still working on that. The all feedback show is on the 18th. McCabe is back on the 25th. Ryan's coming in to talk water cooling on the 2nd of July. So we got some great shows lined up. We'd love to have you join us live. the podcast dot com, and you can always know what's going on we are live every thursday 8 p.m central 9 eastern of the average guy dot tv slash live stay around for just a little bit of post show but that was a good bye